0: morning friends. This is Ashley daily encouragement. It is Wednesday. What day is it today? You guys it is December 18th. Technically though, when you hear this episode, this will be dropping January 8th. And, uh, you guys, we are dead smack in the middle of revelation revamp. You guys today, I'm sharing with you the biggest revelation I had in July of 2019. And I'm excited to share that with you guys. Um, Thank you guys for all your support on the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for supporting it, sponsoring it. Um, I pray this podcast continues to add value to your guys' lives on the daily. That is the heart of daily encouragement, you guys. The Lord tells us, man doesn't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from him. So you, you guys, I just, you know, I spend time with the Lord. I get encouraged and I'm like, you know what, Lord, maybe I can encourage someone else with the things you're encouraging me with. And so that is really the heart of me doing this It's just sharing with you guys the things that God has poured into my life in hopes of inspiring you guys to, um, be encouraged in your relationship with Christ and to seek out the things he has planned for you guys. And so, um, anyway, thank you guys for your support. If you guys can continue to rate it on whatever platform you're listening to it on, you know, iTunes has their own little, uh, section on there that you can rate the podcast, leave a review. Um, you know, like I said, continue to share it. The more that happens, you guys, the more they'll push the podcast out. And I want, I would love millions and millions of people to, uh, you know, hear my story so they can have hope in their life and get some tools and perspectives. You guys, I hope you guys are able to integrate this into your life too, right? Not just hear what somebody's saying. What, what good is it to listen to podcasts and and read books? What good is it to even read God's word if you're not going to do anything with it? Right. You know, and, and this is where it gets tricky, you guys. And this is what I'm going to be talking about today, because as you read God's word. And as you read stories of people's lives, you have yourself that you have to face in the process. And is it not yourself and what you think that keeps you from God and the things that he has planned? And so that leads really nicely in to the biggest revelation I had in July of 2019. I'm going to read it for you guys. I wrote it on my vision board, 2020 vision. I hope you guys are getting a vision for your life and plans. You know, ask the Lord to do that for you. God, God says we people perish for lack of vision so get a vision for your life you guys figure out what you want to do this year how do you want to be healed how do you want to be transformed what do you want in your life and what are the barriers that are getting in the way of that so anyway biggest revelation god's grace is enough don't deny the emotions that validate why he came what do i mean by that you guys are we not emotional creatures is it not how you're feeling that is keeping you from the life that you want. Maybe you're feeling burdened or, or worthless or stressed or anxious or fearful or uncertain, whatever, right? It's usually your emotions that are keeping you from the things that you want. And so being able to acknowledge even those emotions, those negative emotions in the presence of God, asking him, to guide you through the thinking process or what you're believing at the time that is leading you to feel that way. And you guys, I know this is not an easy thing. So I'm going to go ahead and share an example with you guys for the sake of you understanding what I'm trying to say in hopes of you guys being able to integrate this into your relationship with the Lord. So I got up this morning, I've been reading a book. It's like, Called breaking free from the victim trap. And you guys, it's a really hard read. It's a really hard read only because she shares stories of people's lives to help you understand. And I'm telling you guys, there are some super dark things that happen to people like stuff. I don't even want to discuss on the podcast because it is so dark. And I think, man, how did that person survive that Lord? Like that is way worse than I've ever been through, you know, and you guys are always somebody out there that, you know, has gone through something that we can easily judge as way worse. Now, I'm not saying no one's pain is worse than the other, because at the end of the day, we all feel the same emotions, right? But the different experiences that we all go through to experience the same emotions, we all have the same emotions, but we all have different experiences that bring that about. Some of those experiences, you guys, I've never experienced and I pray to God that no one else out there has to, it's just the depth of the evil and the manipulation, especially the things that happen in the family and families, you guys, Ooh, we, what in the freaking world is going on in this place called the world anyway, you guys. So it, it can be really painful to read, um, but you know, it makes you reflect on your own life, right? That's what it should do. Okay. That's what happened with them. But how do I have similar emotions? what brought about those emotions? What, what did I experience? Okay. And so, you know, I, for some reason I started thinking about, um, stressing out about money. That was a big thing in my family. You guys, I, I've shared that with you many times in the podcast. Um, you know, that was a big cause of why my parents were always fighting. My mom would take money and she would go spend it on everything else, but what she was supposed to spend it on. And, uh, because of that, it would cause my mom and dad to fight like crazy. And, uh, you know, cause my mom didn't ask for what she needed. She wasn't very good about that. I don't think she ever went to my dad and, and said, Hey babe, uh, I need some money for this. Can you give me some money so I can just go get something I want? Cause my mom was a stay at home mom and uh, she took care of us. And, uh, you know, I'm sure my dad would have been fine with it. I mean, obviously that was an agreement they had made. So if my mom would have asked, I'm sure for some extra money for herself, it probably would have completely changed, but my mom didn't know how to ask for what she needed. Um, I sure the heck didn't. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm sure she didn't learn that that skill to ask for what you need. And so because of that, you know, she suffered and then she would try to get her needs met without asking. So she would use money because she knew she needed it, wanted it, but use it for different things instead of what it was intended for. So of course that caused stress. Well, you know, so, um, I remember, you know, so this morning I was just kind of reflecting on my situation. Right. And, you know, I, we, me and my husband, you know, we're on a single income. He, he makes all the money and I stay home with our kids and homeschool him. Um, our oldest is going to a skills college right now and he's got his job that he does. He's had a job, you know, for gosh, I think about nine months now. So, which is really great. I'm really proud of him. Um, you know, he's learning a lot right now as a young man and, and all these things, you know, he's, he's stepping into his adulthood and, you know, so, uh, anyway, You know, I'm at home with the kids. I'm raising them, educating them, investing in them, being here with them. And then also trying to, you know, really share my passion with you guys. And I'm not making any money off of this. You know, um, I make like a few cents here and there from anchor. I've got a couple sponsors on here, which is fantastic. You know, um, they each sponsor me like five bucks a month. So I'm not going to sit here and lie that I don't make any money. Okay. I make like 10 bucks a month on this podcast. So I'm grateful for that. Right. I can go buy myself a coffee if I want, you know, thank you, Lord. Um, (laughs) And, uh, anyway, you guys, but I can feel the weight of that at times, you know, homeschooling, you need lots of things. Um, especially like books and stuff, you know, uh, different supplies, um, you know, and, and you can also feel the pressure to want to take your kids on different experiences, field trips, what have you, and do different things. Well, you know, we are limited in what we can do, right? Um, we make sure all the bills are paid, make sure the mortgage is paid. We got food on the table, all the bills are paid. And we've got just a little bit of money left at the end of every month to take care of things, you know, but we had an, I think I told you guys, we had that septic emergency just a few weeks ago. And so that's, you know, uh, absorbing any extra money we have now, you know, is taking care of that septic emergency we had, you know, and so you guys, it sucks. Okay. Um, I hope that we can all honestly, everyone listening to this podcast, can be in a situation to where if you have an emergency, like your septic system, or you have car problems, or you know, I think, gosh, at the beginning of this year or last year, my my washer or my dryer went out. Or I think it was my washing machine. You know, and don't you? Isn't that a burden when things like that happen and you don't have, you know, the backup finances for it? That's really that's really stressful, you guys. Or you start to build it up and then you have to turn around and use it for those big things. Okay. And so I want to be in a position in my life where I can, you know, cover those things. And I hope you guys too, come on, you guys, please tell me, you're not, you know, living your life. Just, you know, you you know, you say you're content. Oh yeah, I'm content, but you know, you're not content, right? Acknowledging your discontent. And that's, that's the thing that happened this morning. You know, I was sitting here and I was like, you feeling frustrated, you know, like, okay, Lord, I'm sitting here. I believe I'm doing what you want me to do. Raise my kids be present with them, invest in them, educate them. And, you know, for me to do anything else, like go outside the home to make money, that would really crush me, you guys, you know, um, as far as, you know, what I'm able to do and not do. Um, When you're educating kids full-time and then trying to take care of a home, you know, that's a full-time job in itself. Um, It doesn't make any money, (laughs) but it's, you know, it's what I believe the Lord wants me to do. But I can, I found myself frustrated with the Lord this morning. And I share this with you guys because I hope that you will learn to take your whole heart to God in this way. And this is very humbling when you start to realize that even some of the things you believe about God are keeping you from God and keeping you from the grace that he wants to give. Right. And I realized this morning that I was blaming God for not having any money. Right? have you guys ever done that? Like, seriously, let's be real. Okay. If we don't learn to be real with ourselves in this way, we're not going to really experience the true joy and the grace that God has come to give us. And so I was just like, I was like, wow, Lord, you know, it's your fault that I don't have any money. Like you're the one who wants me to stay home with these kids and, and teach them. And, you know, I need money for things. You know, I would like to have extra money for homeschool and, and being able to do things with them. And, if we have an emergency, we can cover it and not have to freaking borrow money from so-and-so and da-da-da-da-da. And just feeling that weight, you guys. And uh, I was like, Lord, what is up with that? And I didn't even want to talk to God about it because you know, it's like if you sit there and you think about all that God has done for you and all that He's provided. And all the faithfulness that he does, even though you don't always acknowledge it. I don't always acknowledge it. You guys, that's why I'm talking to you like this, you know, and then you real, you you start thinking about the things you're stressing about, right? You're thinking about lack of money or whatever it is. Right. And then you, you ask the Lord, what's the thought behind that? Why am I stressing about money? Oh, because I'm blaming God. I think that is God's fault. Right. So then I was like, Lord, what the heck? Where did that even come from? why do I think that it's your fault that I don't have any money? And this is what came to mind, you guys. So when I was a kid, when we were going through hell and high water and we were living homeless, you know, uh, on this mountain somewhere, I don't even remember where the heck it was, but, uh, you know, we were up on this mountain for at least a month and, you know, my mom and I would go for walks to go use the bathroom or whatever. And, you know, uh, we had our dog with us and, it was up on this, it was beautiful up on this mountain. And there's like this big old, uh, what do they call it? You guys, uh, Valley just below us. And the stars were out the moon was out and it was just a really quiet night. And, you know, I was walking with my mom and my mom goes, uh, cause it was stressful. You guys, if I get emotional, then my bad, but it's true. My mom goes, Hey, Ashley, um, you know, everything's gonna be okay. Uh, God's gonna take care of us. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I took that to heart. I really did. Well, you know, you guys, nothing got better in the circumstances. Okay. Um, God didn't open up this guy, bring my mom all this money she needed, you know, a better dude in her life. It didn't improve my physical circumstances at all. It gave me some peace in my heart which is really where we need peace at, right? Isn't that not true? You guys, it was a buffer, you know, especially as a child to not have to carry the weight of seeing the things and the circumstances and always feeling the drama of that. I'm sure I was, but I think I turned my emotions off after a certain point. I don't even remember, but, uh, you know, she would always say that or as I, and as I got older, I think I was nine or 10 years old. She would always quote this, you know, what's that scripture? Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lock. I shall lack nothing. And I remember thinking to myself, how the heck do you even know scripture? Like, okay, that's cool, mom, but our life sucks. How are we going to sit here and, and you're talking to me about the Lord, but I don't see any difference. Like, okay, we know about the Lord, but there's really no impact. Right. And so I was just trying to put two and two together a little bit with that. You know, I was like, Lord, is that, is that, is it rooted in that? And I haven't completely explored this with you guys or, you know, explored this honestly, with that whole thing, but just kind of, you know, starting to, you know, continually acknowledging the things in my life that separate me from God, acknowledging it, facing him, even though it might be, feel so scary, you guys. And this is not the first time I've had to do this with things. There's other areas, you know, maybe I'll share it with you guys one day where, you know, I've had to come, you know, face to face with the Lord on certain things that I didn't even want to bring up to him because, you know, it's that, Oh, what's God going to do? Oh, is God going to be mad? Is God going to, uh, you know, Is he going to yell at me? Is he going to turn his back on me? Is he going to deny me? Is he going to punish me? Is he going to withdraw his love? Right. You know, those defaults he got, because that's what happened with me. When I would be honest about certain things, people withdrew their love. Right. So God's going to withdraw his love. He's not going to help me anymore. Right. And realizing that God is not like that. Right. God is not like the ones that, you know, raised us up in that way. God is perfect love. And so I just want to share some notes with you guys really quick. Um, I'm hoping this will kind of expound upon this a little bit more. So Jesus was always exposing what people would conceal or make unknown, right? How do people do that? Was was Jesus not always exposing the the darkness or, you know, what was really going on? Was he not always getting to the heart of the issue? And isn't that funny when God wants to get to the heart of the issue with us? We have those same knee-jerk reactions. Like you don't want to get to the heart of the issue because the way it makes you feel, right? You feel shame. You feel condemnation. You feel just that heaviness, right? That burden that, oh man, I don't want to deal with this right now. I don't want to feel this. You know, we can deny certain ideas that have, um, that we've put into practice agendas in our hearts, uh, what we really believed, right? They, they don't always, we do that all the time. Okay. I mean, I've done it, you guys. Um, for you to deny that is to deny God's grace that you need, right? Your lack? Oh, I don't do that. Okay, cool. Tell me your magic secret then. Like, tell me what you do and how you think that allows you to have constant peace in your life. And you know, how do you manage yourself with the, un- with the unraveling of yourself in that way? Right? If you know how to do that, send me a voice message on Anchor. <laughs> let's let's share it with the world. So the disciples had a revelation and a thought process that facilitated the revelation of who Christ was. Right. You know, what did Peter always say? You know, he's like, Lord, I'm a sinner. Who am I, right? Peter's acknowledgement of those dark places is what led to the revelation he had that Christ was the Messiah. Okay. Now, the, the people that were responsible for building up the people spiritually were not coming to the same conclusion. They called Jesus Bez, you know, Bezibol, the prince of demons. Okay. The disciples called Jesus the Messiah. There's a stark difference in these two conclusions, right? There's no, and you know, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, um, the very things that brought the disciples life, right? That the, the acknowledgement of who they are, right? Their lack. That was the very thing that the Pharisees wanted to keep in the dark. But Jesus said, what I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. What is, um, whispered in the ear, proclaim from the roofs. Okay. So anyway, you guys just, you know, kind of thinking about that whole dynamic of the Pharisees and the teachers, a lot of the elders did not see Jesus as the Messiah because they denied the things in their life that they needed grace for. Right. They were really good at knowing what God required and trying to, to show that to the world. But they really, really sucked at showing where they needed the grace of God in their life. Why do you think they were so hard on the prostitutes and the tax collectors and all these people, right? Because their sin was obvious. And these people didn't deny it, right? I mean, the these people that were caught in their sin didn't deny those things. They just, I think they didn't know how to get out of it, right? You don't know how to get out of your feelings, right? I mean, you know, I always hear from my friends, uh, getting in your feelings, and uh, it's true. So it's like, how do people get out of their feelings in that way you know and how can i say this um we all have the same emotions and we all have different experiences that bring about those emotions let's talk about like the knowledge of evil for example you can see evil out in the world people being kidnapped murdered raped you know insert evil here whatever evil whatever you define as evil that you see and how that makes you feel right frustrated angry wanting justice you know, what the heck, you know, just what the heck's going on here? Just, you know, sort of that, that thing that wells up inside you. Well, that same thing that you see outside as you face yourself in this way, you feel those exact same emotions inside yourself. Right. When I had to acknowledge the fact that I was blaming God for not making any money, you know, then that's, you know, I could talk about that too. A whole nother conversation of, you know, obviously needing to be obedient when God tells you to do something, but we're not going to talk about that right now because that's going to be a whole nother, that's should be in a whole nother podcast in itself. I'm just talking about whether you're being fully obedient or you're freaking, you know, not being obedient because you're afraid, whatever. The point is, is everyone's going to face emotions in themselves that want to keep you from the grace of God. All I'm saying is God's grace is enough, right? And so no matter what it is, no matter what you're feeling on the inside, right? God, you know, you, you know, you're feeling stressed about something. You wake up like I was, I feel stressed about money why am I worried about money again, Lord? Where did this come from? Oh, well, you know, I'm subconsciously not aware that I'm blaming God for not making any money, you know, and realizing that me blaming him in that way is what's, so now I'm aware of now I'm blaming God. Oh, now I feel ashamed. Right. Oh, well, wow, Ashley. Wow. That's real mature, whatever. Right. And then feeling those emotions of realizing that I'm blaming God for something that I shouldn't be blaming him for, but then still trying to maintain that connection with him. And he says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. So those very emotions that make us feel burdened and weary are the same ones that draw us to the savior because he felt all of those emotions. That is what he, that's how he connects with us. You guys, it's not through the same experiences, right? The Lord didn't do all the same crap that we do to feel the same things. He felt the same things. Just by living out his purpose and and him, you know, not denying who he was. He felt the sense of betrayal and rejection because he didn't answer to who everyone else said he was, right? Oh, you're the prince of demons. You're this or that, right? People walking out on him, people accusing him, public shame and humiliation, public beating. I mean, whatever, right? You still feel those same things. And just realizing that as you feel that within yourself, it's just an indicator that you need God's grace. And all I'm trying to say, you guys... Is You're going to feel it from time to time, you know, especially, especially as you're on this healing journey and this transformation and you're really trying to get down to the root and the core of what makes you, you and God starts revealing beliefs that you have that are getting in the way of your progress and your purpose and who he says you are and the things he wants to do in and through your life. You're going to feel it. You, You won't escape it. And if you try to escape it, all you're, you know, all you're doing is trying to do it on your own anyway. Those emotions that you feel, you guys, of shame, condemnation, fear, anxiety, stress, call it, you know, burden and weary, whatever, they're all supposed to be invitations to say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need your grace. I need your love. You died for this very thing that I'm feeling, right? God knows that if you live underneath those emotions... And live in that fear, you're not going to do what he's called you to do. I I talked about that in a podcast that actually released December 18th. I was listening to it today, guys. I listen to my own podcasts. I really do. And, um, you know, I I talked about how Adam was afraid, hiding. hiding. God had given him a purpose to rule and subdue the earth. But when you're underneath fear, you guys don't want to do that. I understand. I understand all the emotions you guys are feeling because I'm going through it now. At times, I wake up certain days and I'm spending time with the Lord, and things like this pop up, and I'm like, "Oh man!" And then I was like, "Well, I don't know what I'm gonna talk about today." It's like, "Why don't you talk about this, Ashley? Why do you want to talk about it? If I talk about it, oh, what's everyone else gonna think, right? Oh yeah, Ashley, some some true Christian sitting there blaming God for not making any money, you know? But then I'm like, you know, what, Lord, I'm just trying to be real. That's all. Is there anybody out there that can relate to me? Right. If I would have had people like this in my life, in my discipleship process, it would have changed my life. You know, uh, we're supposed to be able to relate to each other through the grace of God in our life, through these very situations that make us feel the shame that God came to die for. We got to be able to communicate this to each other, you guys on a practical level. And that's all I'm trying to do. So anyway, guys, that is all I have for you guys today. You know, what's the biggest revelation of July, 2019 that I had, that I hope you can take into your life. God's grace is enough. Okay? God's grace is enough. Don't deny the emotions that validate the reason He came. Okay? So if you're feeling condemnation, remember what Jesus said I did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world through me. Right? What's condemnation? Pointing out your wrong. Everything wants to point out the wrong. Oh, Ashley, you shouldn't be blaming God. You shouldn't be blaming God for you're not making any money. You need to take full responsibility. Maybe if you would have created that course that he told you to create, you know, you make that might be different. Mm, yeah. See what I mean about obedience. Okay. That could be another thing too, you know, but even God understands that too. God understands the fears that you have that keep you from being obedient. Okay. You guys, he does, you know, I, I had an idea. I think it was the beginning of this year. I, I can't remember. Maybe it was last year. I don't know. That I wanted to create an identity course for my son, my older son. Because I never want him to go through the crap that I've gone through. Thinking that my worth is in what I knew or didn't know. Or in what everyone thought of me, my performance. You know, now that I found out that our worth is in our character. That God is forming through us, through our circumstances and our experiences. I'm like, Lord, what a gift I could give to my son and to the rest of the world. If I could articulate this, put it on a piece of paper. So I sat there one day and I wrote it all down, you guys. I did. I wrote it all down. And then I sat there and I told God that. I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't make this course. God, I'm not qualified. You know, it's not enough. I don't have enough information. I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. I don't have enough, uh, uh, you know, credentials. I don't have enough people validating me saying, wow, Ashley, what you're talking about really saved my life, man. Right. You guys hear about those people, you know, the people that shared their story and and you valid and you heard it and it changed your life. And you're like, wow, this is so amazing. I don't have all that going on. Right. But, oh, so now I'm supposed to let my identity and and what the Lord's done in me going back to the outside again is not life on the inside. As I say all the time with you guys should not what God has done inside of me be enough to tell the world and be enough of an impact for me to, to know that, you know what? I know where I was on the inside. I knew the bondage I was under. I knew the shame I was under. I knew the condemnation. I knew the fear. I knew all of that. Right. But I got out from underneath of that and, and stepped into God's grace and integrated it through a new perspective, through all these things I'm sharing with you guys. My my journey should be enough. Right? And it, that's all it ever gonna that's all it's ever gonna be. You know, my journey is a story of God's grace in, in life. And I want you guys to be able to live your life from the inside, from the inside out too, in that way. You guys, we can never let the outside validate what God's doing on the inside. And Jesus was a perfect example of that. He knew who he was, he knew his purpose, he knew he was the son of God, he knew what he came to do. We gotta be the same way. It's just gonna look a little bit different, right? We're on the receiving end of what Jesus did. So now we have to receive what he did, integrate it, and now that's our purpose, right? The Lord came to die for our sins. The Lord came to redeem us from the shame and the things that keep us from our purpose. So now now we're on the receiving end of that. We receive his love, his grace. We learn to rely on the love that God has for us. Are you guys learning to do that? Are you learning to rely on the love that God has for you? If you are feeling shame and condemnation today, as you know, you're hearing this podcast, you're reflecting on your life, you're realizing you've got some things you believe about God that are separating you from him. Boom. That's an indicator right there. That's all you need to know right there that you need God's grace. You don't need anything else but to receive at that point. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to figure anything out. You just need to learn to receive what God came to give you. And that is it. It's really that simple, you guys, but it's so humbling. When you're in that needy position, you're like, wow, Lord, I, I need your love and I need your grace. Right? You guys, we're going to need it until we're dead. When he, what do you really think we're going to be able to eradicate the knowledge of evil? Do we not have Satan walking around doing his thing and his little minions doing their thing? Come on. There's evidence of evil everywhere. You ain't going to get rid of those emotions that cause those things to keep, to keep you away, you know, feeling, uh, separated from God. You're not going to get away from that. It's not going to go away. So accept it except the buffer that God has come to give you, which is his grace. You guys, I'm learning to do this more and more in my life on a deeper, deeper, deeper level. As I walk forward in my purpose, (laughs) I feel like I'm going deeper in the hole in some kind of way, you know, realizing other areas of my life where I need God's grace, where He is ripping threads of shame and condemnation and fear, you know, just pulling it out. I feel like I've gotten to the root of it, you guys. And that's why I feel confident enough to even try to share this process with you. But you guys, I still got threads in my life too. It's not gonna go away. You know, and so that should give you some encouragement that you're not going to get to this place where you're like, okay, I don't ever have to feel that anymore. That's not the point. You're always going to feel it. You just got to learn to recognize it and what you need at that point when you are feeling it. Do you know what you need right now? If you don't know what you need, then you better ask the Lord, what do I need? Oh, what do I need, God? And it looks different in any situation, any experience you have. You need different things. But are you maintaining fellowship with him? That's going to be the ultimate thing. You guys, Adam thought that he could just go hide from God, but that would have killed him. He would have died way off. The bushes if God had not called him and said, where'd you go? So if you're feeling separated from the Lord, just know that that's his calling saying, where'd you go? Come back. Let's face these things. Come on. Let's face, let's get to the heart of it. Ashley, let's get to the heart of whoever's on this podcast, listening to the episode, right? Let's get to the heart of where you need grace so you can do what I called you to do. So you guys all have a story to tell. There's tons of people out there that have been through the things you have that are sharing their story. And you know what, you guys, that's our responsibility too. Let's learn to integrate God's grace into our life first and be able to give it to other people. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast and supporting it. So you guys check out um, Food for Thought Friday coming up in a couple days, Soul Food Sunday on YouTube. You guys, I've just recently part- partnered with Blessed Camp they make merch and I just ordered a sweatshirt the other day. Um, I'll put the, the code in the description of the podcast. You guys can check out what they got. And if you use the code that's on there, so it's www.blessedcamp.com slash discount slash Ashley. You put that code in there. You guys will get 15% off your order. I will put that link in the description for you guys. You can check out their merch and, uh, you know, we can, we can share the rest of the world. You know how much we love the Lord. We can walk around, you know, proclaiming that. So I love you guys and I will see you next time.